A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Have you had some more HelloFresh? I haven't, not yet. Arrived? Have you not? No. Oh, I got mine in. Oh, I, t- I had to pay for mine, though. Ah. I had to pay for mine. I've not, I've not had any yet. To be honest with you, I'm, I'm waiting for the Freemans just to see if I like it. If I like it. Oh, you like it, John. I, if oh. I like it, I'll invest. Oh, you like, like it. it. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, calorious. That's how, I, that's how I describe it. <laughs> calorious. <laughs> Jesus. For you those know. who don't know, uh, Hello Fresh is the family-friendly dishes to show, and the kids love them. They send you all the ingredients. Monthly subscription. You pick your meals. You get so many to choose from, don't you? And you, you pick the ones that you fancy. They send you all the ingredients. Cook it all fresh. And uh, delicious meals on the table. That's true. That me and my little boy had pork and apple burger. Oof. Superb. Yeah. The Asian-style beef to die for. And the chicken, sweet and sour chicken. <laughs> if any, if you, um, hopefully you heard that. Yeah. <laughs> Turn me mic up for this thing. <laughs> well, I think I can tremendous. get on board with all three of them. <laughs> Especially tremendous. the Asian-style beef. One sheet of paper, you get the ingredients, the method, calorific information, micronutrients, Bob's your uncle, oh, pop. On the dish, get it down your neck. Value, John, it's value. And obviously, as listeners of the podcast, Hello Fresh are offering our listeners £60 off four boxes. All you've got to do is go to www.hellofresh.co.uk and enter the code under the cosh. Now, that is with the E. Right. Very important. Because we don't want you to miss out on your offer, do we? don't want to miss out on your £60, do you? No. And your delicious, scrumptious, calorious meals. (laughs) Calorious. Is that a word? Calorific. It is now. Calorious isn't. Calorific is, calorious isn't. (laughs) Right. I've got you. I've got you. (laughs) So all you've got to do to enjoy your delicious moments with HelloFresh, head to hellofresh.co.uk, choose a a delivery slot, and add your favourite recipes. Discover the easy way to delicious dinners from scratch. HelloFresh is the UK's leading recipe box service, delivering fresh, pre-portioned ingredients and step-by-step recipes to your door. It's the easy, convenient way to cook delicious dinners from scratch every single time. Choose your favourites from 19 recipes every week, including rapid recipes, ready in 20 minutes or less, family favourites, British and world cuisine, and even a balanced range. And, because all their ingredients come from direct from their suppliers, pre-portioned just for you, there's no food gone to waste oh that, well he's done well there that isn't Chinese it? that Chinese near you is going to be going out of business possibly 
Maybe. Yeah, it's, it's definitely going to think I've died. <laughs> oh, the, the guy. Uh, there'll be Lily's grand at your right next week. The guy at number eleven must have uh, must have must have popped his clogs. <laughs> he's not. He's not ordered for. He's not ordered for three oh. days. I think, <laughs> I think he's ill. It must, must be. Is either is either in hospital or he's died? Bless oh. him. Well, no, he's knees deep in Hello Fresh. Club said here that you, in terms of fines, you forfeited five months of your, your wages. In one season? In one season, five months of your wages went to fines. More, more than five months. That was more? <laughs> that was rushing and damage, yeah. I think, they, I think they was fining me every month. But what happened was, they was getting in like players that are played at a higher level. And then they had a bit of money behind them. They took over. They had a few quid there, and they would, like they got in Curtis Woodass, and they threw them a lump sum of money. So it would be like, I don't know how much you got, but I got about sixty grand. This is like behind in a black bag. I went up into the office, twenties, <laughs> tens, Scottish money, fivers. The fucking catch was I was getting fired every fucking month, so I weren't getting fucking weekly. I was getting <laughs> so basically, they just paid you your wages up front and just fucked your foot rest. Yeah. So you were a black bin bag full of cash? Yeah. On the fucking... Hold on a minute, what's going on and the, And uh, and hear the joke, and it was... The black bin bag was full. It wasn't like a big bin bag, like when you put in your bin. It was like a <laughs> half bin bag, but it was a fucking big one. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and it was on the floor, and then he said, and, and we've got this. And it was a stapler holder. Mm-hmm. Just had cash in it. In the... He said, that is what. Well. Uh, I was like, all right, come on. Got on the M25 and I was like, woo! All the way down the M25. But yeah, they paid me that, but they fined me every month. So it was more than fucking... Find your... What was the official on, reason just to find uh, well, I can't get me ever in this bin bag initially. So is that you signing on for you? you know. In the bin bag? Pretty much. So it was... Yeah, sign on. That's a sign on fee. And we'll give you this a month. And then you got your little gold bonuses and this, that, and the other, blah, 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 blah. And that was it. But then they started asking for the fucking signing on money back. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. For what, for what reason did they... Because you lost it. Am I right in saying you got, you got sacked from from Rushing Downs after four months? Yeah. No. It wasn't four months. It was longer than four months. Is that, because, is that because they just went bust and they just... They went bust, the yeah, big, yeah. Big yeah. And because I weren't giving back the money... They was just fucking me off. In terms of what? Not playing me. I couldn't right. go on train. I just I was just at home. The whole time. But you got your but you got your big bag of cash. Oh yeah, don't worry about that. I was in my ass like I'm not really worried about this. I was on a fucking Xbox like I'm not really worried about this to be honest. <laughs> that can last me another two seasons, two, three seasons, I'm alright. How how far did they go to try and get it back? Were they trying to get you Are you done research? You done research? Well, a little bit. Yeah, I yeah, haven't done a bit. I'm from Hackney, right? So they contacted a geezer from Hackney to try and get my money back. Not only try and get the money back, but try and do me something to get the money back. This geezer knows 
So he said, what? I can't do that to him. He already paid him £10,000 to do this. To get, to get their money in. back. To get their money back. We took the £10,000, I gave five to him, I kept five for myself, and they got nothing. They obviously they didn't get no money back. And then the club went bust. Jesus. Mm. It's backfired then, isn't it? Mm. But from then, it was just like, so they held my registration. From then I went Scotland, Greece, Northern Ireland, everywhere. I you you couldn't play in England, could mm. you? That from there, they kept my registration. Thing is, that's... Even though they've gone bust? Yeah. Two seasons they was meant to hold my registration for. I was on the fucking road for about four, four seasons. And then he just thought, fuck this off. This is, I'm going home. This is where I'm from. Top floor. That's where you grew up? You found big legend in the game and listen he, he still I still think he could do a good job managing in the right place and get a reaction but some of the things as he afterwards he kind of a little bit contradicting himself at times which I thought yeah. you know what maybe this or it isn't as kind of maybe he's made a made a like that a little bit rather than what it is but yeah. he was a funny guy as well though wasn't he right like yeah. he was like he could he could be so so angry I've never seen a manager so angry than him like I don't know if you were there at the in one of the meetings when Nugsy made a mistake for one of the goals no nah. unbelievable we, we, I don't know who we played in the game I think it might have been another game I think it might have been a home game we got beaten 2-1 don't know who it was against can't remember but Nugsy made two mistakes for the goals right that's Nairon Nairon Nosworthy, Nairon Nosworthy right uh, Nugsy was his nickname so <clears throat> we're playing in the game we usually get Sunday off like obviously after the match after the game right says nobody's off tomorrow everybody in into the training into the academy tomorrow for a meeting so we're like fuck's sake like right thinking you don't want to be in on a Sunday. Nobody wants to be in on a Sunday. But when Roy Keane gets you in on a Sunday, it's it's it's, it's double worry. Like you're thinking, what the fuck's he going to say? So anyway, we all come in on the Sunday. Good that we lost the game, right? So obviously everyone's in there. He comes into the room and he he fucking he goes proper off and when he starts. Everybody off going. So he's, so he's even had time to calm down. Oh, he's down. had time to calm down, right? So he's come in and he, he actually was quite calm in the morning, morning, lads. And then he must have seen us again and thought, you useless c. <laughs> and he got angry again, right? He said, going, you're a fucking tackling. You're a class. So he basically went off on one for about 10, 15 minutes. Like, well, it felt like fucking, it felt like long. It mightn't have been that long, but he, he proper had a rant, right? So we're sitting there, like, and he's it, not the type of guy that you want to see him smiling, but at the same time, I'm thinking, my head, he's fucking mad, like, no, and quite <laughs> half enjoying it, like, do you know what I mean? You're That's thinking, yeah, I think this yeah. is good to see, like, this is, so this is what, it, this is what they're talking about, right? <laughs> so anyway, so I'm sitting there, right? Obviously, I'm sitting next to, uh, I think it was, <clears throat> might have been Lee Miller, who was a good friend of mine at the time, and and next one, he goes, and this hour and hour, he went, I wouldn't fucking mind. He goes, it was me Mrs. Fucking birthday yesterday, last night. She goes, she was up from because he lived in Dormy. Because she was up from she was up from uh, Manchester for the night, and we were meant to go out for a birthday meal, right? So she comes out. She has a, a little short skirt on. She goes tits 
tits hanging out of her dress. I should be sitting there wishing her happy birthday, thinking I'm onto a fucking good thing tonight. And he goes, and I look at her, and all I can see fucking looking back at me is fucking nugs his head out of each side of her top. So I'm fucking, <laughs> I swear to God. So I'm sitting there, right? I'm taking fucking hell. I look at Nugsy and Nugsy's like, no big Nugsy's stupid head like that. So I, I just, he just kind of slouched in his chair. And honestly, I, I just fucking couldn't stop. And I just start bursting out laughing. I just couldn't, because you're just picturing Keno's yeah. missus there with Nugsy beside my top, like, you know what I mean? So, honestly, I was fucking gone. And then with that, I, I think I start laughing, everybody start laughing. And then Roy kind of start laughing. And I think he kind of, and he goes, right, lads, get out and do you as a warm work. So you kind of broke up the kind of ice with that, because I think he recognised that he'd fucking, like, he, he proper annihilated us. So, so I, I, I couldn't, any, any time I see a board now walking down the street with a bit of clear, I just think Nugsy's looking at me, man. Yeah, honestly, it was, the way he done it was just, but I think he had, he was able to kind of change it from literally, we, we didn't know where we were going. We were thinking, like, what do we do next? And then he obviously said that. And I think it was his way of kind of yeah. lighting the situation. But it was fucking funny, like. When he didn't, when he didn't play you that time, he didn't put you on or something? Well, um, it was, um, we, were, we played Cheltenham away and um, we, I think we got beat. I think it was two or three now. I think Martin Allen was our manager. And obviously, he's, obviously, they've done the, They've done their own work on me. They've obviously said, "Look, stop him," and you know what I mean. And and, and I've turned up thinking, "He's not played me." So yeah, I didn't say anything at the time. So I just went in the warm. So you're expecting to play like? Yeah, I was expecting to play every fucking week. And um, I just said to Luke, and Luke said to Luke, "Come on, we go out and." Luke warm. Rogers, yeah. Yeah, I said to Luke Rogers, "Go out and warm up." So I've gone out and we're just twatting balls, and he's like, "Well, fuck off!" So we're just twatting balls into the gold. You know what I mean? And then. Um, we're on the way home and then the bus and then Luke goes, come on, we'll get and a night out, we'll get back. So we got back, so we've gone. Um, one of Luke's pals has come in the car, we've took me and Luke and then um, we drove back to the ground and the fucking padlocks are locked, aren't they, for the gate. So we can't get it, the cars out till obviously the bus gets back. So I said to Luke, right, I'll fucking get him back now. <laughs> Jumped over the gate, gone to his fucking big silver fucking Picasso thing. So I've just got uh, like a cocktail stick off the floor. I've just slept four of his tyres down, got back on there in, in his mate's car, and actually the bus turns up about an hour later. So <coughs> sat in, there proud as punk. Just sat in there in the street, just head down like that. <laughs> so they can't see it. So I'm thinking, fucking hell. So he gets off the bus, he wobbles like he does, like he's, like the penguin walk, and he goes, he walks up there. He must Is have had a drink like God, he's probably done two or three bottles of Reading on the bus. So he, um, he gets off the bus, he goes, he's walking and his assistant manager baits us behind him, he goes, fucking hell, Neil, I haven't just got one punch yet, I've got fucking four. <laughs> <laughs> four? Bates went four. He went, yeah, look, Neil, fucking four. <laughs> he went, fucking hell, it's fucking my luck, that, isn't it? We get fucking stuff free, Neil, and I've got four fucking punches. <laughs> and we're gone, we're just laughing in the car, thinking, hurry up some fuck off so we can get our car and fuck off. <laughs> I don't fucking believe it, Neil. What am I gonna do now? <laughs> did you ever get caught? Did you ever get sussed? No, did a fuck. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> did you have any scary moments with obviously doing what you should be? Any drug testers turning uh, up? Yeah, I think it was a um, crew one time. I was sitting on the physio bed, and then um, I think it was Michael O'Connor come in and said, um, "Fucking, hell, have you been on it the weekend?" I said, are you fucking stupid? I said, have you seen me pupils? You, went, you have, haven't you? I said, yeah. <laughs> I said, drugs people in? I go, on, fuck, yeah. Next minute I've seen them in the suits and the fucking thing, so I've locked them lying on the physio bed. 
I can looking at the window there I'm thinking that's definitely a good exit for me that and next minute the physio's car keys are there the, his mercs so the physio's fucked off scared of fucking some tubey grip or whatever it is so they've gone and fuck that staring out the window gone so in you climbed car- out the window yeah gone in there sh- fucking beep 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 all around car park <laughs> fucking right there it is so we've got in his car fuck this got to get out far away from this fucker. so we've drove the car the Merc like that for about 15 minutes can smell smoke I'm thinking what the fucking hell is that <laughs> so the handbrake on the Merc is down there you know the right so I'm fucking looking for it's not the handbrake so we've got to stop the car by this pub thinking fucking hell and then trying to lift the bonnet up couldn't lift the fucking bonnet like, what the fuck smoke <laughs> checking the tyres thinking of a fucking puncher <laughs> thinking, yeah puncher <laughs> 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 back. fucking hell's going on here and I'm thinking Fucking hell, this ain't normal, this. <laughs> so I thought, so fuck it. So there's like a fucking, I can see a country pub there. So I'm thinking, fucking, just get it in there. And then when the lads finish, a pint. When the lads finish training, they, they can pick me up on the way home, Lowy and, and Dugdale and Mike Higdon. So it's fucking, it's about 20 past 10 now, because I think they come in about fucking 10 to 10, the drugs people, and then we train and that so forth. So I'm sitting in the car thinking, can I say now how the fuck why have I just shot off and sort of thing so I'm thinking oh fuck it so we've gone in the bar <laughs> fucking hell I had no money on me or fuck all the fucking physio must have had about 18 quid in strapping all this thing in <laughs> just got myself six pints <laughs> he picked me up and I come walking out <laughs> <laughs> I said well the drugs people said he wasn't here for us you soft cunt you were here for the youth team I said oh, I had a good six pints <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so not took his handbrake off no and fucking physio went off oh me his fucking I'm not surprised <laughs> but how did you explain that next day I just said the little one weren't well <laughs> I not think she was even born at the time <laughs> 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 the, little, the little one's not well I'm just going to nick the physio yeah, fuck it. <laughs> oh, fucking hell so do you think Dario knew then like and it obviously yeah they knew the, they oh, all, come on, anybody. They all they knew. Don't take Poirot, does it? Drunk people are out to window. So who have you got in that squad then? World Cup winners. Go Zola, Desai, Gallas, Deschamps, Anwar, Madness. You know, like, obviously, the, the further you've gone on in your career, were they <clears> that standout? Were they just fucking incredible? On a day-to-day basis, do you yeah. think, fucking hell, they're incredible? Because it was the same every day. They could keep up the same performance. They could perform the same mm. every single day in training. I'm not saying he went out on a Saturday and performed every day. But, you know, me, fucking, come on, get your trainers on. You know, when you heard that in the changing room. And I just thought, oh, fuck this, I'll be at the back, fucking it off. But these lads, they'll be at the front. In a vest, <laughs> sweating. <laughs> and I just be like, oh, this is a lot of bollocks. But when the balls came out, I was, I was, I, 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 that's what I liked. But any aspect, gym, they was fucking top in the gym. Do you know what I mean? Running, front trip running. Zola was doing planks, nine o'clock in the morning. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> do you get what I'm saying? It's just a difference. Yeah. yeah. They could maintain their fucking... They couldn't, and the duration and what it was just unbelievable. Like it was like they were robots almost. Decide it was like a robot. He would just come in, 
changing room, change. Out, smash someone. <laughs> in, shower, food, out, gone. That was it. Did they try and get older in terms of trying to make you get your more into. professional? <laughs> no. Did they, they not? They didn't really care about us, to be fair. What, the, the big dogs, they like? They were just here to concentrate on their own work and... So was it just not in you, that hard work, that gym? Nah, not that it weren't in me, because I'll pull it in. It is like, I had the competition at Liddishville, but I didn't have the competition anywhere else. So I would maintain everything at Liddishville, because I was top at everything at Liddishville. But after I come out of Liddishville... But surely you had competition at Chelsea if you had... VR but I weren't always dicked that. into the first team. Yeah. Oh, so the lads in your youth team and whatever. Yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean? So and they, they didn't push it, they, they didn't feel that the rest of the lads who you were training with or in your team pushed you on? Not even pushed me on, but they were shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, if you're just going to be real about it, like, you know you get some trialists that come and they're just, all of a sudden, they're just in the fucking session. And you're just thinking, you're a fucking rubbish, brother. I can't even pass you. Do you, know, do you know what I mean? You get I, that, don't you? I, and that's what like. I've been that player quite a few times. <laughs> <laughs> but surely, though, from, from your, your point of view, you think, right, I want to get out of here as quick as possible. And the only way to yeah, do that is to move I up. I know, but... They weren't like, as a forward as well. The only opportunity we got, listen to this, the only opportunity we got was in Israel when they fucking was doing the bombs in 2001. <laughs> fucking, the Twin Towers went down. A few months later, <coughs> we had a European game. None of the first team went. Oh, fuck that, not that. Marcel decided, said, I've got to live for my kids. That's what, exactly what he said. Who was on the plane? <laughs> Us. <laughs> Me, Carlton Cole. <laughs> Fucking like this. <laughs> Just thinking if we die now, then obviously we die doing what we love. Fucking. <laughs> you know I mean, none of them went, bro. He was there. I was still on the bench. I said, fuck this. I went to QPR alone. I said, fuck this. No chance. You're having a laugh. I risk my life. But if you know how many times I went toilet on that plane? <laughs> I was on the plane going to Israel. Can you believe it? The bombs just landed in the Twin Towers, bro. <laughs> this is real life. 2001 or whatever it was. Go and check it. It's the only game I was involved in. I was on a bench against West Ham. We won 2-1. That's about <laughs> it. I'm sweating, but I'm because I'm sweating because I'm telling the truth. I was on the plane, bro. <laughs> That's the only time they was going to give us a chance, really. Wow. Going back to Jim briefly, because I've just missed this one out. This was a, a beauty. Comes to around Christmas time, the lads is obviously, we play Boxing Day, which you, you know about obviously every year. <clears throat> Got Millwall at home on Boxing Day, so the lads are saying, what's happening Christmas Day, that week leading up? Itinerary comes out, training Christmas Day, which is the norm. And it was going to be half eight in the morning. Thatcher that week's got three kids, he lives in Surrey. So he's thinking, what the fuck am I going to do? You know, and he's like Cockney Slam. Three kids, he needs to be there, they're all in the presence and all that. Fuck it, I get a helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> <No more. laughs> on Christmas, on Christmas <laughs> Day. Who's coming? That's an album, didn't you? That's a knife. <laughs> but, um, so, what do you think? All right then, okay, Ben. So, Thinking he's just pillicking like. Yeah, yeah. So we're all at training, Christmas Day, 
20 past 8, all on the train and pitch, ready. Everything's set up, cones is all out. Where's Thatcher? Where's Thatcher? We're all sort of on the bit like, not coming, is he? Not coming. All of a sudden, this helicopter oh, circles. <laughs> circles. It's doing. We're looking up, we're thinking, no, surely not. Christmas Day, surely not. Circling and circling. All of a sudden, bosh. Playford Road, Ipswich training ground, it lands. In the middle of the training ground? <laughs> just in way from where obviously all the corners and everything were set up. I'll be on the corner. Even better. Who's that or I'm sailing in? <laughs> Middleton, he'll dares win. <laughs> and the Carice. <laughs> Even better, he jumps out this helicopter, fully kitted up, <laughs> training gear on. Come on, boys, let's go. <laughs> running around the training. Unbelievable. We were just... Obviously we made it for half eight. Made it for half eight. It wasn't late. <laughs> Unbelievable. Who are the manager here, Roy Keane? Jim Jilton. Jim Jilton, oh. going back to it. Yeah, sorry, I, I missed it earlier on. Uh, helicopter. Where's it? This must have cost a fortune. Like Christmas Day. Uh, it's a friend of mine. Whatever, <laughs> so the helicopter takes off, goes away, comes back about an hour later or whatever, and picks him up. Unbe- unbelievable. <laughs> you went home in the, in, the, in the chopper as well? Oh, I went home in the chopper. <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable. It was, it was mental. Mental. But again, with Thatch, like on a night out, he was the one you sort of had to keep away from him because he gets a few drinks in him and he's like, what's this, what's this? And all of a sudden, he just slide and tackle someone on the dance floor. Just wipe the lot <laughs> of them out. Two foot, wipe a lot of them out and we're thinking, Just normal. Normal people. Not bothered, could have been anyone, all young. <laughs> Men, women. But he'd tell you, he'd like, you watch this. And he'd like, all of a sudden, he's like, the lot, the lot out. It was. Yeah, I mean, it was like, oh, like, oh, yeah, just that, like, just, just dancing away and then, fuck, oh, oops. He's bite on me a pair. Big Billy Whitehurst. Oh, we've heard a lot. Now, we've all heard of fucking Billy, yeah. John. You know, you know, you're the fucking hard man to play. So you got the big fella up front, this guy, Bill, and you got to go on all night. He was a lunatic, Billy. You know, you'd want him on your side, one hundred percent. So anyway, we played at Bramall Lane. Now I'm talking about Harry now with the man management. Now, this would be fucking... You, you never heard of it. You won't be able to do it. No, you never get away with it. So, mm. we play Saturday. We get, we get done 2-0 at home. And he goes, you're in Monday, you're in Sunday. That's when... Fucking, we're in fucking Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> we're never in on a fucking Sunday. Yeah, what, they said that out loud? <laughs> yeah, we're, we're just not in on a Sunday. It doesn't happen. <laughs> <we're in> fucking, <laughs> it doesn't happen. <laughs> what do you mean? Fucking everyone's got Saturday night ready. Fucking not in Sunday. <laughs> so, everyone's, everyone's devastated. We go in on a Sunday. And as we go in... It's still there, just at the changing room. You walk down, it's all lovely now. So, on the left here, Derek French, the physio. Frenchy, yeah. Frenchy, who, fucking, he ain't quiet, are they? He's <laughs> fucking, he's met us Anyway, he turned left over in his room. At the time, I was in the physio's room for some reason. Three of the lads are on the bed. So anyway, <laughs> fucking knock on the door. And it's fucking Billy. And I'm telling you now, this is fucking true, but I'm fucking sat here. Billy's fucking stood there. He's got a fucking ground. <laughs> <laughs> he 
are stuck with a fucking greyhound fucking dog. Right. And he's fucking stood there. And he goes, Franchi, me fucking dog needs some fucking treat. <laughs> <laughs> On his knee. On his knee. <laughs> so Frenchy goes, Phil, fuck off. Right, you fucking know. So anyway, he went off the fucking table, the three boys. So the boy, fucking get off, fucking Bill spoke. They just jumped off. So Billy gets this fucking dog. I'm in there, I'm telling you, and he places it on the fucking table. And I'm telling you now, Frenchy starts treating the fucking dog. <laughs> on his fucking knee. Ultrasound. And he's having a look with the fucking ultrasound on Billy's fucking knee. Now, this is fucking ain't fucking right. <laughs> so anyway, but next minute, there's a fucking knock at the door. And it's fucking Harry. But you know when it's a fucking surreal moment? And Harry walked in and fucking looked at it and turned round and fucking went out. Went out the door. Insane. He hasn't fucking left out. Next minute, he comes fucking back in and he goes, Frenchie. He fucking had to go, Frenchie. And Fred didn't have a go, Bill. He fucking find a dead Bill. <laughs> he went, What the fuck's happening here with this? He went, We've got a fucking big game here on Tuesday night. We're on the game Tuesday. <laughs> and fucking Billy went, Aye. He went, But this fucking dog got a big race on Monday night. <laughs> And then he went, oh, he went, I can't fucking believe it. And he walked out. But you know what? He didn't fucking find it. He, he, he let it fucking go. I'm here. I'm just trying to. He let it go, John. He let it I'm fucking go. I'm just trying to picture the scene. The I'm dog, just, the greyhound on the bed. What's unbelievable? What techniques he gone for on the bed with that? He just fucking planted him on the fucking bed. But I let it go. I let it go. That's how you know. And I, I think Billy played on two. I was fucking magnificent. <laughs> but you know, I'm thinking now that would be fucking wow. God, I'm, just trying, I'm just trying to picture the it's bed on the physio, physio bed, the dog on the physio bed, and French just stood over him with ultrasound, squeezing the gel and that, treating, <laughs> oh shit, treating a greyhound. Jake's been fucking far now. <laughs> but that's the fucking top flight. But so we're Harry, Harry scared of Billy then. Even though were... I wouldn't say he was scared, but it, it's funny on a Friday, John. And Harry, and he was fucking clever, Harry. Friday morning, Billy'd be fucking platinum people. We didn't say please, he'd be fucking have stitches. <laughs> trying to mark him. He'd be going, fuck off. Teammates and yeah, fucking everything. Fuck. No, but no, he's a lovely Billy was a good lad. Some people get it wrong impression of Billy. Billy was a decent kid. But Harry used to send him in. He used to go, Bill. Go and have a nice fucking bath. <laughs> have a nice fucking massage. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. I'm getting fucking treatment. I just think he wants to fucking get rid of me. <laughs> just get off the train, bitch. Fucking boys are screaming here. Like. <laughs> uh, you know, we used to take, Bill used to go in and fucking have his bath and fucking brilliant. I mean, we go to, we go to Finland and this is, you know, if you were there, it's the one, probably the funniest things I've ever seen, ever. We're playing a game. So this keeper, he's, he's coming, he's catching everything. So he comes out, he's catching everything. Billy's sub. So anyway, if the game's going on, the game's going on, but he's a friendly, we're away pre-season. So anyway, the kids come for, for, for one of them and he's, he's winding out behind his back. Fucking Billy goes, Larry, get me on. 
Get out, me on. I literally went, get me on now. Right? Oh, fuck. Anyway, he goes on, Billy. And I'm saying that, it's a first free kick. It's on the halfway line. John Pemberton's taking it. And all Billy's shout was, hang it up. He said, hang it up. Penalty spot. But, so anyway, Pembo, fucking hell, Pembo done well, fucking five fucking men. Anyway, so anyway, Pembo comes up, knocks it, drills it, and it's hanging. But you know, as it's fucking travelling the ball, Harry, at the top of his voice, is fucking screaming, No! For fuck's sake, no! And you know it's coming. And the fucking goal is in the net. He won't do that fucking thing again. Fucking hell, what Billy said. Absolutely destroyed him. And Ali couldn't do a fucking thing about it. He's gone on to it. He's basically, hang it, hang it, team me up. I know exactly what I'm doing here. But Ali's trying to prevent it, but he fucking can't. It's impossible, you know? He used to be just scrapping all the time, didn't he, Bill? Even even in in bars and did you not yeah. oh it was spoke about did you not somebody said lovely kid though John yeah yeah. You know, people, people get some yeah. wrong deception yeah. about him but he's a lovely kid and he did, you know what? somebody said about him going outside of Bulger in Sheffield saying get your best two what get your best two uh, weren't it him and Vinnie Jones together that was it oh yeah <laughs> oh here we go <laughs> I was fucking here did you get well you were I was four, I was behind the fucking bar me <laughs> 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 um, I think he just I, I, you know, to be honest, I think it was Sheffield Wednesday's pause at the time. Yeah. That nah, fucking shit, me said. Because <laughs> you just think it's the worst, didn't you? End of the day, it's true. And no point fucking beating by the bush. It's a true story. So, wait, are you out in Sheffield? We were out, we were out in Henry's Bar. With Henry's Bar. Was that central? And it was it was quiet night. And it was, it was quite, yeah, it was central. And it was quite yeah. quiet night. Like, next minute, bar seven, bar seven, eight come in. Sheffield Wednesday fans. Well, whether they were or not, I don't know. Yeah. I couldn't say that. But, but anyway, they come in and they wanted to have a go. And Bill went, I'll take the biggest one out. Now, outside, here we go. But as he was going out, Bill, I think I can tell you, say this, sure I can. Yeah. He fucking, he went like that, put his arm around him. I went, come on, mate. It's fucking all right. And he fucking levelled him. What? what <laughs> I tried to like soften him up and say, oh, we don't want any trouble. Fucking levelled him. <laughs> Game over. The rest of them fucking didn't see him for fucking dust. And so I went. I remember I went up to Hearts to speak to the the directors and all. So I walked into a room. Lithuanians, Lithuanians. Yeah, I walked into a room and, and Vladimir Romanov. So I'm taking myself. What a name! That is. Right. Oh, so I walked sounds basically hard. right, like right. I walked, villain, hey, you get, I walked into the kind of little little room in Tyne Castle, where like kind of it wasn't really a boardroom because it was an old kind of stand. So I walked into this room there. I'm standing there and I look around. There's like five different fellas all there, like in these black mafia suits. I'm thinking, what the fuck am I signing for here? Like no proper eyeballing, you no know, straight face. Like it wasn't. I'd That's... never signed for a club in this situation. And so I'm looking at them going, and one of them goes, "So you're a new striker?" And I'm looking at them going, "Fuck." And I go, "Yeah, yeah, mate." And he goes, "Yeah." you're not very big are you and I'm thinking oh what the fuck have I signed for here like you know what I mean <laughs> so they're giving me like already before I've even sort of looked and I says no I'm not very big and I start trying to have them to explain myself yeah but I get in behind and all panic and thinking it's gonna, I'm thinking but I'm quite quick you know what I mean and then, and then well anyway but that was that was my first introduction to them so that was a little taster of what I got a like for heart so anyway we start when I went up to hearts first four season we started off great we um 
we start we won to- at one stage in the first part of the season we won 13 games on the bounce and we were only like two points off the top of the table which was a really really good to be kind of still up there with Celtic Rangers who had really good players at that time so we're taking like, listen you start when you start winning games you start taking you know what I mean? we, we, we just, you, you know yourself like we knew we were we hadn't got the quality in a squad we had a good 11 like good 11-12 players well, I was playing up front just off Kyler with Rudy Scatchel who done great for Hearts and we were all scoring a few goals and we were winning games not just winning games confidence was breeding so <clears throat> a word got out that the, ch- the chairman was really really happy like so he says because he didn't come over very often like and he couldn't speak English so what had the chairman was very happy he says oh yeah I'm going to come over and see the lads and stuff and so I'm thinking alright fine so um, anyway he goes so we were playing Celtic in away just just I think it might have been was it before the, just after the Christmas and uh, I was just after the Christmas and we had a beat then we would have been I think joint top or maybe a point off them at the top of the table so obviously he'd come over for the game expecting us to kind of Expecting us to kind of put a, put a big performance yeah. in, right? So anyway, we park head on, on an evening game. Listen, when they, they scored an early goal against, we end up losing the game. I think it was four or five, five nil. And it happens. No, when you go to a place like that, not that we weren't trying to dedict us, basically, right? So anyway, the chairman comes into the next ground, into the training ground the next day, and we're all taken. Oh, well, I'm sure he'll, he'll be quite pleased, considering we're like right up there, like and. Uh, Doing better than what you thought. Better, you much better than what we thought. I was loving it. Like, you know what I mean? We were getting 20,000, like just under 20,000 every game. We'd beaten Rangers. We'd beaten Hibs in the derby. And we'd done everything onto that Celtic game. So he comes into the game, uh, into the dressing room after the game on the, I think it was a Thursday morning, right? Walks around. We're all sitting around the dressing room. So I'd never be experienced. A few of the lads says, oh yeah, he sometimes comes over, shakes his hand. So he comes in with an interpreter. So he walks around the dressing room, right? Shakes everybody's hand. Hello, hello, hello. That was the first time I met him because he wasn't there when I signed. It was all these kind of little cronies. <laughs> so I'm thinking, <laughs> and, and so I'm thinking, this guy's all right. You know what I mean? Looks the part. Looked like a gangster though. Do you know what I mean? Name as well. So anyway, yeah, <laughs> black suit. They always have. They always have black suits. He did have a briefcase, right? <laughs> Slick back hair, black suits, right? So I'm taking right. So next of all, he start talking in, in Russian language. So he's an interpreter. I was obviously tell, explaining everything that he's saying. Uh, the, the, the chairman would just like to say how very pleased he is with his performances up to this point of the season. He's very, very proud he is. And um, I know we discussed bonuses at, at, the, at the start of the season. And um, then bonuses will, will arrive, which is if you continue on to compete, like, and he's finishing the top three. Everybody's done well, all the new signings, blah, blah, blah. So he's going on and on. And I'm thinking, Jesus, chairman's brilliant. Because like, a few of the lads are saying he's a bit wild, right? So he's in there 10, 15 minutes. So we're sit- I'm sitting there getting ready to go out to train. I think that's just a great, great little move. Not to being in a little dungeon at mm. Preston and thinking I'm back playing, winning challenging for a league title at this stage in my mind so next of all right just as we we're about to go out and train the chairman and that leave the room our captain who was Lithuanian Marian Zaliukas at the time went lads before he's go out I've got something to say whatever that interpreter was saying it's a load of bollocks it turns out he could understand could everything understand. he was saying like and Vlad thought he was his man he wouldn't say anything so it turns out he'd been saying to us these are all a bunch of useless cunts he's went to Celtic Park chance to go top of the league and you shit yourselves and if you think he's can fucking if you think he's getting them bonuses you just won't even get fucking paid if he's ever performed like that again <laughs> So I'm sitting there thinking, oh my fucking God, unbelievable, like, honest to God, so I'm sitting there unbelievable going, this is a mad place, so, and truth to the word, the following season we went about four months without being paid. So you disagree with what he was telling you? Not even that. You didn't feel, you didn't feel, you didn't the, need. feel the need for him to tell well, you where to run? I'm going to check my record at Swansea. 
<laughs> what need do I need to be checking anything? What runs are you trying to tell me to make? <laughs> got nine goals, 25 appearances. 19 goals. In 25 games. That might be 20 goals, bruv. You might be mistaken. <laughs> yeah? In 25. Fuck off, Kenny. I'll run where I want. And then... You're completely <laughs> vanished from the side. But you don't think he was trying to help you? Why are you helping 25, uh, 20 in 25? I don't know, but... He's to try and get 20 in 20, 25 in 25? No, it sounds like he's just in training telling you... This no, because he had Lee Trundle there, he had Rory Fallon there, and he had Bayo Akinfenwa. Yeah, they was our four strikers. Me, Rory, Lee Trundle and Bayo. So he didn't know what to do with playing or whatever. Now these lads, the three of them are kind of were, were like, I'm just the first one coming in. I'm just the new one coming in or whatever. So I just think it was like, okay, it was, I'm the easiest one to kind of... Did he sign you, sorry? Yeah, of course he jacket, signed me. Jacket. And... and I, because Trondo was leaving to go Bristol City. Then all of a sudden the deal was cancelled and he's still here. So you, you, you're I was coming to replace Trundle's him. Replacing. Yeah. Then Trundle, all of a sudden Trundle's Lee's... Swansea legend in the yeah. Right. Line. So he had a problem. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. There was a big problem and I was tucking like... Tucking. As in scoring. What does that mean? Tucking. <laughs> <laughs> Every game. He could, Remember he was, that one. <laughs> you try to put me on the bench and, I'll, and give me like 15, 12 minutes and I'll come on and tuck. <laughs> do you get what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I, I, you can't do this to me, bruv. <laughs> and we had some decent players at that time, like, who were like team players who were like, we had Martinez, we had like, um, Rob Old, um, all these players that would create like stuff for like the forwards and stuff. So we always get like five, six opportunities a half. I was like, five, six opportunities? Oh, we can't be five, seven, I've got to hatch on a debut. <laughs> <laughs> you took it all over the shop. Hey, listen. Chuck, chuck, chuck. It's not a shop, brother. Listen. Oh, man. The chuck hey, shop is open. Hey, listen, <laughs> If you think I'm lying, ask Lee, Leon Britton or Roberto Martinez if you ever get them on. If you had Leon Britton on the show, yeah. you need to get him on the show because he can confirm most stuff. He's been there from literally. So people think I'm chatting shit. When you get people on a show that's been on a show, you can ask the foe, Neil Dance, all these people you can ask. Anyone else, they're going to say where else because they don't know me. So we'll just get them on and go, can Nighty talk? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. it. Do you know what I mean? But he'd like, he tried to help me so much, I had to, he had me living with him for a bit. And if I remember one time, um, when I was at Crew 17, he had... Um, all these agents wanted me to sign me and stuff like that. So I said to Luke, I said, I've got an agent there in Ray Verardi who's trying to sign me for Stella. I said, um, I can get your tickets there for Chelsea Barcelona because I think he's one of his relations is um, Chelsea. So you've, so you've got you've said to Tank to, yeah. to Luke Rogers, I can get your tickets for Barcelona yeah. from my agent. Yeah. So <laughs> Luke's gone fucking. Hell. I said, box tickets, so pal. Nice fucking meal, free course, dicky boat, before Monty like. So Luke's the ultimate VIP experience. Yeah, so he says, how many? I said, I've just got one, I've got the full four. <laughs> so he's gone, right, I'll have some of that. So he's driving down, driving down to London. I think he left Birmingham around about 12. So he gets down and he texts me, he goes, just going to stop off at Wagamama's or wherever he's stopping some food, you know, on the way down and then we'll get our scram for now when we get in there. So I'm thinking to myself now, fucking hell, I've dug myself an hole here. 
Selfish. Lovingly, no tickets. No tickets. Yeah, there's no tickets. There's no no tickets. There was no. never any chance no. of any tickets. I was just doing it for the wind-up because he, he's the world's worst for it. So, I'm <laughs> so, then, so four people have yeah. drove from Birmingham. Dicky bowed up a lot, probably sweating the boxes off. <laughs> in the back of the car. So drove from Birmingham to London. Yeah, Drogba tonight, Messi. Three piece suit for this fucking Chelsea Barcelona. So, so he's he gets dice. Get the tickets, yeah, the box are all sorted, don't worry about it. But I just sort of it comes to the crunch time now, half five, quarter six, and I'm pacing around my mum's house thinking, what the fucking hell am I going to tell him now? <laughs> so, so it, it comes to about half oh, five, and the phone's going, he goes, and I think we've had six missed calls, and Ryan Lowe phones me and goes, Have you told him? I said, Have a fuck. So Lowe knows that it's Yeah, no, he knows it was a prank. I said, have a fuck. He goes, you shouldn't have let him get all the way down there. <laughs> I said, where was I going to let him get out of them? Fucking Castle Brock. <laughs> I said, no, you should have told him. I went, oh, for fuck's sake. So he's there and he's ringing, he's ringing. He's going, oh. He said, what fucking tickets? Where do we go to get these box tickets? I said, you should have boxed clever, Luke. I said, there's no tickets. Mate. He's going, you fucking winding me up. I went... No, Luke, there's no ticket. <laughs> no, seriously, I'm Luke. telling you the truth. For <laughs> <laughs> first time in four days, I'm telling you the truth, mate. The tr- there's no went, ticket. He went, come on, Nobs. He went, where am I picking up from? I said, Luke, there's no ticket. So he went, I'm going to fucking smash your head in. So bear, in mind, bear in mind, it's probably the hardest family in Birmingham, isn't it? Up there. Well, the Rogers. Yeah, the Rogers family. Yeah, like. yeah they're, they're good kids. All of them are good kids, like, but Luke knows I've knocked him out a few times. <laughs> <laughs> so, go on, he, he, he yeah, said well, he's he going to. F- like, knock it out, knock it out. No, so I'm thinking, I've got a face of Thursday morning when I get back in training. So, you thought I've done Miss Helen all here that's, that's going to get me a fucking Ronan Keating? Yeah, well, I've had a Ronan Keating a few times, like, you know <laughs> what I mean? I was just immune to it. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. <laughs> I'd get twatted every weekend I was out but I used to think fucking taking part that's all you could do <laughs> <laughs> looking at me oh, next, looking at me next morning look like uh, uh, like uh. Fucking, what happened to you fell down the stairs again <laughs> that special Bruce fucking lethal taking part taking part that counts and uh, he's like so he's and then I'm thinking fuck it now it's quarter past six and he knows there's no ticket so I'm thinking fuck it I'll just have to turn my phone off won't I so turn my phone off and then the Wednesday come he's like, I'm going to kill you tomorrow so I'm like no oh, for fuck's sake I'm in for here like so you're expecting, you're expecting I'm expecting a few fucking uppercuts and a couple of black eyes and that. <laughs> do you know what I mean so I'm thinking fucking hell I'm in for it like so I've gone in to the receive the training ground I'm bearing in mind to make it worse fucking I think Lowy and him had planned it to get me there late. So all the lads were in the change room thinking, I'm thinking, he even wants a crowd to twat me now. He <laughs> wants to twat me on his own in the car park. And he's, uh, I've walked in, to be fair to him, he took it fucking brilliant, the little dwarf. <laughs> he, um, 
he walked in and he just burst out laughing he went fair play he said fucking it was good you know what I mean but he said I'll get you fucking back so I'm thinking fuck off you won't get me back as good as that you soft twat <laughs> <laughs> so anyway I think that was it when we go back to that bit you were on about then um, we go back to Yeovil when I went on loan so I think it was down there so how long after this now it happened when I was 24 I went on Yeovil probably 24 and a half it was like six, seven months after. Right, so it's story months after. Yeah, it's so, so I've, you'd forgetting about it, hadn't you, at this point? Yeah, I fucking had a week and I'm fucking having <laughs> fucking pints. And I forgot Bob bought me one the week before. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So I'm, um, I'm in, um, down the Oval on loan. And then he goes, Nobby, um, phones me up, goes, Nobby. He said, I'm fucking signing for you. Like, Go on, son. I thought, fucking get down. That's a few quid for me to borrow off you. <laughs> so he comes down and all that. And then it's, we, he's been down there for fucking been down there for about five six weeks and we have we had the crack we would go out for food every night because we were both in the same hotel and we'd do fucking we'd do ridiculous pranks you know what i mean and then um there was one day we had the weekend off i think we were out there the cup or something or the fa cup we didn't have a game or the team we were playing were due to playing it and then um so we trained with slady in the morning he goes you got the weekend off so luke goes fucking quick that now he said, we'll get straight off. So I'm fucking showering and all that. Getting his M3, driving home. So we could just get past Taunton where the fucking, you know, where the motorway goes in, he goes up. So he pulls his car over. So bear in mind, I've got my money and my phone in the side door. So I'm just in my fucking tracksuit, what I've got changed in from training. So he's gone, fucking hell, knobs. I've got a flatty. Get out and have a look. So, so me, <laughs> daft twat here, fucking six months down the line fucking yeah no props Luke which one he goes the back one so I've gone out like this. it's not the front and as I've gone to the back he's gone <laughs> <laughs> and, and it didn't come to me head I think he'll be back in a minute and he's got up there and I think yeah, and he's gone and he's tried, stopped and he stopped got out the car he says remember when you had me for them tickets you dickhead <laughs> enjoy your 30 mile walk to the services and I went oh my god and I thought oh, he'll be back in a minute He'd be back. I sat there for 10, 15 minutes and I thought, I better get fucking trekking here. <laughs> so he's done it, he's come back. So he's left it on board. And I'm flagging him down, me in the car, trying to hitchhike like a fucking knob. And I thought, there's no fucking going to stop for this goofy twat. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm walking up the fucking hard shoulder like this, thinking, oh, for fuck's sake. Why did I send him to Chelsea? <laughs> <laughs> so I've got to. So he actually thing. left you? Yeah, and he left. Oh, yeah, he didn't give a fuck. That was fucking normal to him. And then I get to the services, I had no money, I'm thinking, oh, fucking hell, the fucking hell am I going to... No money, no phone, No nothing. fuck and you know what, Taunton services? Yeah, and, and I live in Chester. Chester, so it's fucking three and a half hour drive for the person who's got to pick me up, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and, okay, so rang someone to pick me up. You what? Ah, fuck off, you're taking the piss, they went. I went, no, honestly. Don't and they pick it up from Taunton. They had to pick me up from Taunton. <laughs> best of it was it cost me fucking 50, give them 50 quid for fuel as well <laughs> so 50 quid out of pocket when they picked me up <laughs> it'd been cheaper buying some tickets oh. to be fair both of them are incredible yeah, it, yeah I, think, I, think, I think you are after that I think you're both level I don't... no he's had me better there the <laughs> he didn't have to walk did he least <laughs> <laughs> And then I get a phone call one day and I, I didn't recognise the number and the answer machine sort of kicks in. 
Uh, so I've listened to her and it's gone, hi, Tommy, it's Phil Spencer here. Uh, Paolo De Canio's agent, I'm thinking. Hang on a <laughs> Phil <Tim> Spencer. Swallows. <laughs> Tim Swallows. 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 Tim so the next day after that, gets another phone call. Hi, right, Tommy, it's Phil Spencer. I don't know whether you've picked my message up. It's Paolo De Canio's agent. Uh, can you give us a ring in SAP, please? <laughs> so I thought, right, I'm going to ring him. <laughs> if, it's a, if it's a while, I'll just take it on the chin. I'll, I'll take it on the chin. You've done it, lads. You've done it. Yeah, job. exactly, exactly. So I rings him up. I go, hi, Phil, uh, it's Tommy. I've got your message. He went, oh, hi, how are you doing? It's uh, just uh, Paolo's been asking the questionnaire. Are you... Um, Available to come down on Saturday morning for a chat. Uh, we'd like to sign you. Uh, blah, blah, blah. So I've gone down, gone to the ground. Um, the secretary's sort of in the office. She's gone, oh, Paolo's waiting for you in his room. So I've gone along the corridor. I've gone in this room. And he is sitting here. Well, listen, we all know what a legend, what a fantastic player he was. Obviously, I'd known from the season before, the couple of seasons he'd been a manager. Very intense, very high pressure. He's fell out with a lot of players, passionate, all this stuff. So I've gone in, I sat down, he went, all right, Tommy, he said, uh, you missed the penalty at Wembley? <laughs> <laughs> I went, yes, uh, I didn't mean to, you know. <laughs> you speak Italian. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, it's Italian and Irish. I mean, yes, the accents sorry. are terrible. The accents are terrible. Uh, he gone, let me tell you, you won't take the penalties for me. <laughs> so I'm saying, I'm signed yet. <laughs> so he's gone, I won't do any more Italian accent because that's terrible. So he's gone, uh, listen, uh, you have to buy into what I uh, do here at this football club. He said, uh, no days off. Okay, no days off. He says, this English mentality of Wednesdays off during the week, middle of the week, break it up. No chance. Said Wednesday, the most important day. I think I just shook his hand and said, We'd have put my expenses up, Paolo. <laughs> I'm off. See the secretary. So I'm just sort of nodding my head and I'm thinking, Is, he, is, is this real life? Is, he, is, he, is it really no days off? Do you think it's just a test? Yeah. So I'm sort of nodding my head, thinking, Okay. So he's talking about how he likes his teams to play and got to be fit, very fit, high energy, all this sort of stuff. He said, go away and have a think about it um, <laughs> and give me an answer in a few days' time. So I've gone home, spoke to the family. I'm thinking, swim them miles away. Do you know what I mean? It's, I think I've worked it out. It was 480-mile round trip. It was a good offer. Do you know what I mean? It was a fantastic offer, what he put to us. I'm thinking, I'm going to go for it, mainly because of Tim. Yeah. The, the, the aura, the, the sort of who it is. Paolo Di Canio. And the days off didn't sort of scare me because I thought, shoot, he's bluffing a little bit. So I've signed. <laughs> Went down, signed. And you told your missus that there's no days off. I did. I did. And, and she, she was like, like fucking yeah, get, yeah, fired. Get, get signed. Got two little ones. Yeah, get signed. Got two little ones. Go on, Tommy. I'll see you, I'll see you in May. <laughs> I'm a champion. So I get myself in a hotel, the village hotel. So I stayed there for about two months, lived in there. It was perfect. You know, it was ideal. So anyway, we were going to Italy for two weeks pre season. I think we did two weeks before Italy. No days off. Monday. All the way through to Sunday, and it was solid. Pre-season was the hardest pre. Listen, I've been to Austria and wherever where with Alan Irvine and stuff like that. And that's hard, but this was ridiculous. Went to Italy two weeks. You taught three, four sessions a day. It was full on. It was like a prison camp. 
hotel where we stayed, well, if you can call it that, it was a training complex, pitches out the front. It was ideal for what we needed. Um, four times a day, you're up at six, seven o'clock in the morning, you're doing yoga, you're doing weights, and then you're going to a bit of running. Now, the running was ridiculous. There was a track there. Toughest you've done? Toughest I've ever done. It was ridiculous. <laughs> he would make up random things. I mean, you had the fitness coach who would... Listen, they all just did what he told them. You know, he, he was the boss. They, they just bowed to him and, and did all the stuff. The assistant manager and the fitness coach had an English physio. All Italian. English physio was the only... You know what I mean? He was the only one. Goalkeeper coach who was Italy. Italian. So it was like... You would do like 1,500 metres, but you would do like 22 of them. It was like all random numbers. And so you, you, you pegged after like, I don't know. 22, 1,500 oh, metres? It was ridiculous numbers, 22 of them or something like that. And then you'd go down to maybe 1,200 metres and you'd do like 14 of them. <laughs> and I'm thinking, what's going on here? Or the fitness coach getting, getting, what the fuck we're doing here? Fitness coach just going along with them, do you know what I mean? Yeah. You have to be fit, you have to be fit. And it was like, it, it was ridiculous, ridiculous training. And People get, the, lads getting injured or...? Surprisingly, I'm not. No, I think everyone was scared to get injured. Yeah, did, I was going to say, did nobody say, "Fuck me, this is"? A just, few would sort of life up. There was a couple of experienced lads. Me, Jim McKevely, you know, Gary Roberts was there. Yeah, Robbo, uh, Alan Navarro. We were all shaking our heads in disbelief, but we were just thinking pre-season, get your heads down. And I'll be perfectly honest with you, it was the fittest I'd ever been. Do you know, coming back from that trip, it was. And, and, and this was constant for two weeks. Do you know what I mean? You were doing it every day, three, four sessions. Uh, we had a couple of friendly games against um, some Italian amateur, amateur team who weren't great. But then, food time, the, the fitness coach would sort of walk around the table. You couldn't have butter, you couldn't have sauce. But then you could have this like rice cake at the end of your meal, which was full of butter. So it was mental. You know, like, <laughs> it was just, it was ridiculous. So you weren't allowed any butter on your, uh, your bread roll? And they were like, oh, no milk on your coffee or your tea or anything like that in the morning. So lads. But the lads are just getting on there because he, he flipped if you question it, you know what I mean? You have to do it my way or it's fucking, do you know what I mean? So he classed the day off travelling home. So we flew back to Gatwick. <laughs> <laughs> we flew back to Gatwick. <laughs> <laughs> this is your day off, lads. But prior to that, sorry, the last night, he said, he's going to have a night out. So we're thinking, hey, is this a test here or what? He said, we're going to go to my mate's... Um, house, which was up in the mountains somewhere in the middle of nowhere. So it's a night out at a house? Well, and then the night out was after, so right. we're going to go there first. There's a oh. barbecue on. My mate's going to put it all up so that these Italian blokes, I mean, big, big fellas, you know what I mean? <laughs> Tell he's his henchman or whatever. Mm. Proper big blokes. So they're going around the table, they're giving all the drinks out as well, all these shots, like 40% and all that, and the lads are downing them. Paolo's sort of sitting in the background watching it all happen. And then he said, right, on the bus now, we're going to some nightclub in Italy. So we've gone to this nightclub. It was unbelievable. Good. Really, really good. And De Canio wasn't there. So we, his mates have took us on the bus. We've gone to this nightclub. So we're all having the time of our life. You know, fantastic. Chocker block rammed. So all of a sudden, the lights come on. It must have been <laughs> half two, three in the morning. So I think, what's going on here? Someone said it was, it was open till five or something like that. You know what I mean? He's the canio walking down the steps, because it was underground, like underground, bottom floor. He's the canio walking down the steps, shades on. <laughs> Bearing in mind, half two. <laughs> shades on, indoors. With two blokes either side of him. He's walking down the stairs, I mean... Has he got a track? Has he got a track, music track coming in? No, 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 no. music off. You know, music off, lights on. Just coming down, so everyone's sort of staring. What's going on here? It, it, 
just coming down the stairs with his two sort of henchmen <laughs> like men by his side sounds like Michael Bonimore at Strike It Rich oh, doesn't he oh, when he comes downstairs and I mean, the Italian people that were in there obviously they're in shock or whatever you know what I mean they're all going over wanting photos I mean but he looked at him he just looked ultra cool do you know what yeah. everything he wore he could just carry anything off me he was I know the feeling Tom one, one cool one cool fella mate <laughs> you know what I mean but so we were in the next day after we'd travelled home Training. So once, once, once he got yeah, to the bottom of this, talk more about this. Oh, the mic Is he said, Whoa. "Get the lights on"? I want to yeah. walk down he's these steps. <laughs> Can everybody look at me? Don't know. Possibly. Then, possibly. then once he's possibly. got to the bottom, he must have known he was coming. Obviously. Once yeah. he's got to the bottom, lights on, music back on. We'll go. I told music back on. Few more hours <laughs> dancing around and that, and yeah, enjoying yourself. Like, were he drinking then, or he? I think he was, yeah. Yeah, he was. I'm sure he was having a couple of beers or anything, but nothing stupid. You know what I mean? So yeah, it was a good night. And so if I was going to do that, that if, if I was going to do that, I'd keep, turn the lights off and get a spotlight <laughs> <laughs> as I'm walking really down cool the stairs, <laughs> thinking in my head like, <laughs> "That's just your arrogant self, isn't it?" <laughs> you never track as well with you. And I bump and grind. You were doing this one, Dad. But uh, now he's. Uh, like I say, we travelled home the next day. She so must be hanging out your asses then. You must yeah, be rough. hanging out your yeah, asses. Yeah, rough, rough, rough. Gets back there, Gatwick. You mate, right, lads, uh, we'll see you in the morning. I'm saying, fucking hell, surely we're going to get a day off here. <laughs> you know, this is this is about... I was counting it. I was making a little note of this because the missus is ringing us up, saying, when are you going to get back? And I'm thinking... I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure. And at the same time, Mate. I'm thinking, great. This. <laughs> but no, um, so the next day we're in, I think, surely we must be going to get a day off running again. You know, the, the running and everything continue through pre-season. Uh, and I think we got a 76 days and we got a day off. And it was a Sunday. 76, 76 days? 76 days, I was counted. Every day I was coming Solid. in, I was going, day 43, this, day 44, Groundhog Day. Do you know what I mean? It was it was a grind. I'm asking for overtime. Yeah, <laughs> so the season's obviously started by by this point. Pre-season was July. a bit earlier, so we were about. Yeah, I think the season might have started early. You might be right. Probably, I'm not. I'm not 100 sure, but it was definitely about 70, 76 days because I remember clocking it in my head like I was counting them every day. And some days on a Wednesday, when pre-season was starting, we ran the game on a Tuesday night. So Wednesday, we were coming in the next day on the morning, still doing a bit of training till about 12 o'clock. So that time. I'm thinking I need to be aware, so I, I'm travelling back to the northeast, 240 mile or whatever it was, 245 mile. I hadn't, I, I wouldn't dare ask him for a day off, so I was on the few hours at home with the kids and stuff, and then having to travel back down again on the night. So I was probably seeing the kids and that for a few hours, and then having to go back down again for the next day. So I was doing like five, nearly 500 mile in the space of for two hours at home. Yeah, I think. You know how, did you feel, how did you feel at the start of the season, fitness wise? Felt great. Felt not fit, not burned out. Felt really fit. No, it's honestly, it's though, the fittest it? I'd ever been. Uh, no, I felt really lean, uh, really fit. Yeah, honestly, really fit. And we didn't pick up many injuries, That's which was surprising because of the ridiculous amount of running we were doing. It was ridiculous. That's fucking outrageous. Seventy-six days. I know. Man. Thing is, any other manager, any other manager, you'd have probably pulled to one side and said, "Listen, I haven't seen the kids yeah. in flipping." Two months. You treat everyone the same. If, you treat everyone you, the same. Did and I didn't want any. Disco- I didn't want any special. Do you know what I mean? Because I and I think yeah. he did it the year before. They got promoted the year before, mm-hmm. so it it's worked. I'm, yeah. not, I'm, not, I'm by day by day sixteen. I'm in. That's Paolo. You're gonna have to let me leave, mate. Yeah. Tear it up. 
I'm telling you, no. That's what Eddie should have done to you then. Turn he it just up. had his training seven days yeah. a week. I'd have turned it up. No, no bother. <laughs> Mate, day 60, day 17, I'm in. Pa- look, pa- I'm even powerlowing him off <laughs> Just to get a reaction. Like, Paolo, I need to leave, mate. It's not, it's not, it's not working for me, this. Yeah, what if you were flying, if you felt fit and you were... I like, I, I like days off, mate. Even if I'd ever fit, I were. I'd rather, yeah. I'd rather be a bit less fit and have more days off. <laughs> <laughs> mate, 70, <Been> <laughs> 76 days? Oh, it was ridiculous. Oh, what day are you thinking that I've had enough here? I think it's more the fact that you live 200 odd miles away. Yeah. If you live local, it's yeah. a ball ache and it's this. But you're getting home to your kids, aren't you? I'm not, yeah, but, mate. I'm not believe you were the same. You I'm not believe, Barnsley. I'm not believe if I lived at fucking next to training ground, mate. Nah. I think, I think what he was wanting as well, I think he was trying to break you, you know, doing his best. I think he was testing you mentally. Do you know what I mean? I think he was. Well, he'd have fucking won. He'd well, have won. you beat you? Paolo, top man, day 17. <laughs> I'm out. Rip, rip the fucker up. Day 76. Hey. In the Swindon. Paolo, you've won, mate. Fucking snapping. Snapping has had enough. Picked up his suitcase and gone home. <laughs> Find me. Snap, snap, snap. Game over. Snap his fucking sunglasses. Game no. over. Did, did the lads like him as a lad? Did he jo- when he was a player, oh, you know, yeah. before all this Hollywood thing, oh, did they like oh, him as a... He's, good, he's a good, yeah, good lad. Do you like John? Good top role, good captain. Fucking brilliant. Organised everything. Munda Club. Everything. Organised everything. He changed the fucking song of Bramalane. Do you only man ever known to do that? We ran out to some fucking crazy song of Bramalane. Normally you come onto this song, he changed it. We're going to run out to this fucking dangerous. Fucking <laughs> 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 dangerous. Fucking joking, are you? Fucking Bram and Lane. He's a pussy, not taking it. That's him. That was fucking Johnny. How did, how did him, him and Billy get on? Everyone said they'd love to see a scrap between them two. Yeah. But it never happened. It never happened. And that's my hand on my heart. Did they get on or not? I don't think so. No. Uh-huh. Not, well, uh, do you think it was like that alpha who, who's ruling the roost? Maybe. Who do you think would have won? Fucking good question, that, mate. I don't know. I think they'd still be fucking fine. He <laughs> <laughs> yeah. wouldn't have fucking given in. I don't think it's 25 years. I've won your gun over fucking. It's like one of them, or a lion. One of them, yeah. Billy White as to Vinnie Jones. One of them had to die before yeah, it, yeah. it finished. There's no game, John. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but going back to that, Sullivan's. So this is Harry again. He was fucking. I mean, Bradish. Going on to another name, Carl Bradshaw. Yeah. They used to fucking fight. He'd have a fight with Brandis on the coach. Harry would. <laughs> fucking running down the fucking coach with a shirt on, fine. Shirt's off. Shirt's off. Imagine you're running in the bush, running like a fucking rhino, and I even get the fucking Batman going. Here <laughs> <laughs> the fucking come, you know what I mean? Over what? Fuck all. <laughs> <laughs> fuck all we could have lost one all fucking draw and it didn't fucking matter didn't it? just for the crack yeah and they lads have got me fucking at it again fucking at it the manager the manager the manager shut off I think about we fucking have you we left Sunderland we left Sunderland that day and we were fucking on the floor because we thought big points you know what I mean I tell you what we must have got fucking 10 miles outside fucking Sunderland and how do you fucking stood up 
He walked down the back of the coach. He just fucking threw my children's life. He went, you don't fucking know you're a bunch of cunts, don't you? He said, yeah. He went, Greasy. He said, get the fucking driver to pull that, to pull the bus over and get them fucking four cases of fucking lager from underneath. Fuck what happened there. Let's have a fucking beer. <laughs> we were pissed all the way home. <laughs> So he's just flipped it on its head. You would probably expect him for it to no. want to fight yeah. or whatever, and he's just completely yeah. disarmed the situation. Yeah. Get the beers on that. That's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Did that work? Amazing. Yeah. To do that, yeah. the lads are fucking up there, then they've been fucking bollocked, then they're, they're yeah. back. He's brought them back again. Yeah. I mean, I'm still thinking of the fucking greyhound. Yeah, that's off, no matter whatever. It's I mean, his fucking face and his serious as well. He's got, he's got, a, he's big got race. a fucking big race Monday. <laughs> <laughs> we'll fucking win Tuesday, Ali, don't worry. <laughs> as Lazy can tell it, I don't know what people have heard, but basically, <laughs> Big John here used to like a little sleeping tablet after the kind of nighttime meal and he used to pop up me and him used to room together for a bit I think before he went in with Sergi wasn't it I yeah. think I got rid of it at this stage was <laughs> nah, this might have uh, made me get rid of you <laughs> possibly but uh, yeah so uh, Big Park used to go up for his uh, sleeping tablet which uh, we allowed to say where it was or? yeah yeah, yeah it was, he, he was little, his little uh, Tom Hank before he went to bed right <laughs> so anyway I walked into the room and bear in mind I've seen this episode a few times Park he's sitting there down the end of the bed with my laptop, bear in mind, tearing the head, tearing, tearing the head off himself. So I thought, I'm sick of this. Now, it's not a great so Anybody can picture the big man there. I, by the way, I didn't used to shave me back then, neither. So no, I, 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 I didn't know what it was Park, you're a big bear. Like, but I, but anyway, at this stage, I thought, right, that's it. So in the meantime, I think but, it, was, it might have been QPR away, was it Park? I can't remember which game. I think it was QPR. We were down London somewhere. Anyway, I don't know what game it was, but uh, I, I, I think I had a knock or something on my ankle. And... Jack or the physio had given me one of them anti-inflams now that you kind of have to put up your backside. So I'm sitting there, I walked into the room and Parky is just about to finish off his like, little uh, sleeping tablet. So I think as I walked into the room, he was in... I think I just totally ignored the fact he was Carry on, so anyway, so, anyway, so, so I, I walked in, I laying on the bed and I thought, this is a perfect opportunity. So I turned around just as Parky, I think was just finishing off and I had both, I had literally nothing on, both legs in the air and I'd, I was in the mid, uh, the middle of sticking the, the anti-inflam where, where the sun doesn't shine and, <laughs> and Parky was standing there looking at me with his thing still probably in his hand. Was that his day? It probably right. wasn't a great... Whoa, <laughs> But uh, Patty came around just saying, what, what are you at? But it was payback for like, uh, it was a few weeks now I caught you in the act, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> the, the little, you know, the little, serve, the little hand towels, the little tan, hand towels that are under the sink. Don't out touch of them. Just leave them. Did you never think of just putting some on the door or did you not speak between us and go, if the door's on the I latch? Gave a good, I gave him a good two minutes, like, do you know? So, <laughs> no. you know that's you're, usually you're enough. Two minute it? tap, two minute yeah. tap on the door. I, yeah, it's happened a few. I've been caught a few times. And the, the worst thing was when I used to bring the laptop home and the missus checking her emails on it. She used to see all sorts of search engines. And I used to say, "Well, uh, sorry, love, that was that was John again." Like, convenient. Right? So he convenient. got me. He got me over a few little uh, toy toy kind of ones with the missus. But now, watch us some stuff that park, is Who can sort you? Who can sort you? But for for my fault, people say, "Oh, you mix with the wrong car." You mix it. I choose to mix with that wrong car. No other yeah. fucker. There's no other person to to blame than myself. I tell you what, I, what, it's as simple as that. What, that. That's what I'm getting. I think you, the the thing that I'm thinking is you sort of you're owning what you've done, aren't you? Yeah, I've been a grown man now. Yeah, fucking hell. Well, if you'd asked me this fucking twenty four. 
Um, ten years ago, I'd have blamed Bobby Weatherspoon. <laughs> <laughs> I would have. Yeah. Fucking hell, Bobby shouldn't have brought me that gin. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what it's like. But now, yeah, listen, I've fucked up. Do you know what I mean? I've had a great time doing it. Don't get me wrong, I've fucking enjoyed every minute of it. But I know it's not right at the time. But now it's just like I've got a new lease of life. I feel feel like alive again, and and I'm enjoying my football. And I think that's it as well, though. We w- if you were still in that state now, I don't think we'd be laughing and joking about her. Oh, the fact that you yeah. sort yourself oh, out yeah, makes yeah. it. You'd be bringing you know, flowers can... to my grave or something. That's what, that's what mm. would have been happening. And I'm not, I'm not ashamed to say it, do you know what I mean? That's how serious it is, isn't yeah. it? Well, that's mm. what it is. If it, if, it, if, it, if it didn't change then, it would be, see you Wednesday. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Obviously, you went into the clinic to sort your gambling out. Come out. Come out. Drugs. Drugs and drink. Mm. So, at what point were you, did you think, I tell you what, I need to sort this shit out? Or the defining moment. It or? was probably when Parky, right? Um, I was, I, I was in in the house one day, and um, I'd spent grands on this certain person, taking him out, and then he phoned me up. He went, "You coming out for a pint?" I said, "I'm fucking skinned." He went, "All right." And so I put the phone down, and I'm like, "Not, I'll buy you yeah, a buy few you pints." And, and I just thought to me, I looked in the mirror and I thought, "It's now or never, son." Do you know what I mean? Because you suffer- scared. Yeah, I suffered bad with anxiety. And stuff. I mean, you know, when you've looked when you've looked at someone, thought, "Fucking hell, I'm in a, I'm in a bit of a fucking pickle here." I thought he was going to see you scared looking in the mirror. Then, fucking scared at me, Yeah, I just thought to myself, I thought, if I don't sort it out here now, then um, do you know what I mean? What's what's going to be what? Because we've got another kid who's 10, 11 years of age, and it's just. Thinking, I don't want him growing up with Dan, and it's just, just something. Some, I don't know what it was. It was just something just Switch. dropped, and it was like, so it, it was like me with the football. It was like I could turn up, turn the light on, turn the switch off, and then just perform on a Saturday or whenever I play, just turn it on, turn it off, and it that that went on for like five, six years. And I'm thinking, do you know what I mean? If we can do this, I, till I'm I fucking do it. Yeah, do you know what I mean? You think, fuck me, and um, so were you? Were you? Mum and Dad pulling the hair out with you, or they were, they were, they tried to help me so much, and they, regardless where I got sacked from, whatever, do would always be there. They bailed me out through many a times, owing money and stuff. They were always there for me, but like I said, at the time I was just that in denial about myself and yeah. in my own frame, in my frame of mind, it was me against anyone. Anyone comes, oh fuck off. Where's the nearest fucking? Do you know what I mean? But I know it's it's looking back now. It I feel I feel like do you know do you know when I speak now it's deep and it's it's upsetting, right? But it's what it is. Do you know what I mean? And I've enjoyed doing what I've done. But yeah, I've I have been a fucking a, a wrong. Don't get me wrong. But now I probably wouldn't be the person I am now if I wasn't that person mm. I was fucking six seven years ago. That's yeah. Fair enough, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? What happened at Rotherham? What happened when you got? Did you leave Rotherham? Did you get well, I got, in I trouble? I got the sack. I'd been on the um, quote here from Ronnie that said he was whatever happened. He doesn't divulge, but he says he's a bit bitterly disappointed. Um, he said you were full of remorse, but he said your teammates won't be sad to see you go. Yeah. Now, whether that's just for the press, I probably, well, it probably will be. Well, I it was. Um, I think I phoned Ronnie off. I think it was on the Monday morning. Said me. Train derailed off the track. What? Train derailed off the track. <laughs> oh, I remember this now. I remember this. <laughs> derailed? Yeah. So oh. you're not turning in and yeah. your train's derailed. 
Well, you're, you're not been better off than we cancelled, or? And I'm sitting with Bob in the weather speech. <laughs> <laughs> it was Bob who told me, see? <laughs> yeah, no, I yeah, I think That's a cracking one, that Bob. Yes, yes, that's a good one. Bob, what's that phone over here? You're a fucking genius, I'll tell you. Yeah. I'll tell you. I was sat in Carrie's seat in fucking yeah. seat number first 28. First class, first class. Fucking Bob. I was going to go for shits, Bob, but you've got it there. You've got it. Bobby, Bobby, I'm have to be quiet. I'm in quiet zone. Yeah. The fucking train. Well, the best co- of it The only come off the track, Because it? it was coming to the end, the end of where the excuses. I was thinking, is there any more I can give to managers? Because all managers speak, don't they? And I thought, right, I'll give him this one. See if he goes for this. This stuff next one. Speaking to Ronnie direct. Yeah, I phoned him up straight away. So what does he said? Does he say what? what? Get your fuck. Yeah, get your fucking ass here, sack. It's not my fault, it's derailed, is it? <laughs> and then that was it, and it was fucking... So you were home for him from home? <laughs> uh, no, I think it was still Russell Arty and partying somewhere. <laughs> yeah, before, yeah, That was the, that that the, that final, was the final straw. straw. Well, I'd like to think so, because my fucking paperwork was ripped up the fucking three hours later. What happened, what happened on the team bus with the... Was there an argument with him? A spectacular argument, I read. Um, he done it. We was we was on um, we was away to Southampton, so we're, we're in a room like this, chairs all around. You know, is we're getting our team talk. He's got the clipboard up and this that and the other. <laughs> and he's brought in two French guys, a goalkeeper and a left winger. The left winger is decent. The keeper's shit, but. Because he's mates with the, the agent now, all of a sudden his keeper's starting. Kuiper's our keeper, who's fucking been our keeper from God knows how long. He's not starting. So he's a bit fucking upset, so I've gone to him, don't worry about it. I ain't starting anyway, so it's not like I'm trying to fucking... I was even being a bad egg or anything. I knew I weren't starting anyway. He told me from fucking earlier on in the week. This was a surprise. So I said to him, we're on our way now going down to Southampton. So I said to him... Don't worry about it, I put my arm around it, so don't worry about it, man. Like, come we just try and get the three points. This is exactly what I said to him. Come we just try and get the three points and we just deal with it after. Do you know what I'm saying? Dean White, our coach, has heard me put my arm around it, and he's he's added on to the thing and said, I've said I'm not in the team anyway, so don't worry. I'm not in the team as well anyway, so don't worry about it. And we just try and get the three. I said that didn't make no that don't make no fucking nah. sense, bro. Do you know what I mean? But Mark McGee, this, he's now told Mark McGee this, that I've put my arm around Kuipers and telling him when we're on the coach and we're moving now. So Mark McGee now wants to pull card on me. I'm at the table, I'm on the table, we're playing cards. Tap on the shoulder, Gaffer wants to see it. I'm like, right, I might be started. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying? Because I ain't done nothing wrong. I'm just being a team player, I just said, don't worry about it. Because he was fucking, he was Dutch as well, so you know they're kind of fucking more... Regiment then for their fucking show their fucking emotion. Do you know what I mean? I'll get down to the front of the coach now. So you don't like my decision. What decision? I ain't even argued. You told me about I weren't starting from earlier in the week. I'm not arguing with you about me. Oh, my goalkeeping Kuipers and this, that and the other. Well, you can get off the coach. Driver, stop the coach. We're in the middle of a field <laughs> like this. <laughs> you need to get the field cameraman and show them <laughs> that's got a road on. Or when you're coming out, you know the road that we came up to come in this golf club? 
that's the kind of road we was on going down. He told me to get off the coach there. <laughs> off of the listeners, just think of a country road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he told me to get off there. So I looked out the window. I looked back at him. I was like, "Are you alright? Like, are you serious? Like, I'm kind of laughing. Like, are you alright? Are you serious? <laughs> no, get off the fucking coach." He said. I've got flip flops on. It's muddy, raining. It's what, you know when like the sides on the road I've got the the ditches. Where am I going? Took you out of the ditch, you flip flops. Where am I going? To get what's in? Well, I can't see. There's no buildings, nothing inside. We're going down some next country road. Get off the coach. So I said, so that's when I just got my back up now, and I'm saying, right, well, you can get me off the coach. I'll get off the coach. And I went back and sat back on my seat. And we stayed for about five minutes, not moving. <laughs> and then we have to move. We're going to the game, so we can't be late. Warm up and everything to do. So as we're getting off the coach now, we get to St Mary's. And we get off the coach. He's gone, you don't need to get off the coach. You're not involved at all. I was on the bench at this time. He said, you don't need to get off the coach. You're not involved at all. My dad came to the game as well. So I was lucky. So I just jumped in my dad's car and just fucked off. You know? And I never played for Brown again after <laughs> did, he, did he try and sack you? Well, you can't sack you for that, can you? Or fuck, you can't even fine you for that. Yeah. It would have been different if he'd said to the keeper, it's a shambles of a decision or whatever, and he's heard you say that. But it sounds like you haven't really said anything. Like, I ain't said nothing. Like, we was actually walking out the door and I was like, oh, don't worry about it. I was fucking bit up because he's a bit tall. <laughs> I was like, don't worry about it. Like, get me, I'm not on the bench either. We just chill, we just try and get the three points and get on. That's it. Dean White. He's fucking, you know, you get them, them coaches that just write up the manager's ass and anything that's going on, he's fucking in and around the place. Justifying like, being there kind of you, thing. You, you, you tell a little joke and it's a bit what the manager shouldn't hear and all of a sudden the manager's heard and because of him and because he's been around. A he's, one, he's one of them little, little pricks, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Did you say how to him? Huh? Did you say anything to this, White? Well, I said everything. I said something to him every single day. Me and him was arguing, then, then uh, uh, Dean White. Every day, didn't need to say nothing to him. He was, he was a prick. But I was training afterwards, so he cast I didn't aside. Play I didn't play That's him. it. No, no training, nothing. I didn't play him. Have you always had that level of confidence? What? The outspoke to be like at Chelsea. Yeah. We always the same. Yeah. In in and around the first team, you bought you. Do you think? Well, you were I mean, they they didn't speak our language out for them, so. It wasn't even a thing like they could even fucking understand us, bruv. Like, we were just... I mean, I'll be honest, I'm only understanding 50%. It's a good 50, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's a good 50. Would you think, it w- in the back of your head, it might have been to do with not making it to Chelsea? Somewhere down the line, mm-hmm. you might have thought... Yeah. Uh, not bitter, but... Deeper-rooted. Yeah. I was better than all of that. I ain't even seen, as, as you said, especially when you've seen other players who weren't as good as you were then getting in. Bruv, come on, man. You lot have played. You trying to tell me you ain't looked at the TV and gone, I don't know, he's there, by the way, but he's fucking there. <laughs> I was doing me all the dressing room. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know how he's there, but he's there. And not Carlton, by the way, because he fucking, he had a good career. Well, but I'm just saying, in general, yeah. <clears throat> look at him. Now, I still look at players. Players who, younger boys who came up underneath me. Bro, you was a shit back in the day. <laughs> what is this? 
that was high, that shit. Do you know what I mean? That was high, wasn't it? That hurt me a little bit, that one. <laughs> fucking the sheepdogs around there. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's just shanked his fucking dragon. <laughs> it's unbelievable, honestly, unbelievable. Were we happiest? Um, I don't think I was... Uh, at Chelsea, I was happy. Yeah. Probably the best. Brighton, Swansea... That's a headache, man. Comes competition and, and do you know what I mean? But you're playing well, you Yeah. You're but, scoring your first two I mean you you did well at Brighton. Yeah, but it come with headache. That's <laughs> what you don't understand. It's the headache. <laughs> What's what the do you do? Just not play? Oh what Half the headache was probably caused by me, but it was still headache, bro. It was just headache, <laughs> like do you know what I mean? Like after couple left, it was just headache. McGee came in and it was just like nothing was good enough, do you know what I mean? Yeah, but you're doing well. You, you're tucking left, right, and centre. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was at a touch shop at Brett. <laughs> but, um, um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. After couple left, I know because I just had, and he was only there for a little bit as well. But after he left, it was really his thing that carried on. The lads and whatever. We just talked to like McGee. Obviously, we have to because he's our gaffer. But that was about it. So, I bet you're a nightmare if you weren't in the team. I've got to say that. Especially if I was playing well. If you there deserved was, to be yeah, in the team. Yeah, there was no justification that you can give me to say I'm not going to start. This was from young as well. This is from like Sunday football. Do you know what I mean? If what I about- scored last week, I was starting the next week. That's how it was in my head. I think that was from young as well. From I scored last the, in a game, I have to be scared. Even you're, if it's you're a doing your bit. You're doing your bit. Yeah. So I mean, if we lost, them man weren't doing their bit at the back, though. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I getting dropped? And they're in the team. Captain scores an old goal, cost us the game. Easton in the squad, Saturday, I'm at the squad. But could it have been something that you were doing Monday to Friday that was getting you out the team? Bro, were, you, were you late or... Go and ask out? anybody what happened in training. I was better in training than I was in games. Because <clears throat> it was just like... What did you do? Eight in yard box? Ball come in, two defenders, you and two of you, you att- um, attacking midfield player against two defenders. You know what that is, Arsenal's don't you? Arsenal's getting pulled out. It, it, you know what that is? It's like, a tuck shot. That is yeah, fucking tuck, tuck shot. shot, tuck tuck shot. <laughs> With no money I had, that was in a tuck shot. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know I mean? Just help yourself. Help yourself, take anything. Come on, bro. Play game guy butters in that. Come on, bro. No disrespect. So now, bro, now we're going to now we end up going into what I'm doing now. Now it gets even fucking better when you start doing that because some fucking stuff that's happened, oh, unbelievable. So what are you doing now? Decorating at the moment. Paints and decorating. Yeah, he's got our own little firm going. It's good. Speckled radio. Yeah, oh god, yeah, destroyed the radio. Good on the radio, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> fucking have the radio is brilliant. What's your brilliant. genre? Genre of music. Um, absolute rock we go for the rock man absolute rock fucking <laughs> different class by the way it is that that gets us rocking um, I was working with this, this lad a fan this is a story and a half I was working with this kid he's got a ten on the fan so one of the lads goes base get in there we get in this room Hilton once over him by the way this is the Hilton at East Midlands Airport so to say I make fuck-ups is understatement, isn't it? <laughs> we get, we get, we get, we get. So anyway, I walk in, reception there, and rather than going the fucking, the one I should have gone in, 
I walked in the one fucking next to me. Right? Tenshi. So, there's a big refurb going on upstairs. <laughs> I'm t- all I'm doing is taking the wallpaper off. I've been doing it fucking two seconds. Since I've- so, I get me fucking sleep, I think. Fucking brilliant. Now, this wallpaper, it's huge. So, anyway, nip it in the back. <laughs> fucking straight off in one. I thought myself... Fucking hell, I'll be home for two here. <laughs> I'll be home for fucking two o'clock here this afternoon. I was fucking rubbing my fucking hands. <laughs> Next minute, the fucking security fella comes in, or, or the fella, you know, the maintenance fella, he goes, Oh, hi, Pally, today. What are you doing in here? I said, well, You know, the lads upstairs, but he said, I'm coming to take the fucking wallpaper off, like. He went, What do you mean? He went, I'm taking the fucking wallpaper off, mate. He said, It's only been on fucking eight hours. <laughs> He said the fucking only got put on yesterday, you fucking old bat, and took the cuts off. I went, fucking old bat, get down here, son, and get this fucking off even on. I took the cuts off, and only be on five minutes. The lads went, fucking old bees, only you fucking do that. Well, fucking hell, somebody help me, don't worry about it. He didn't bring Steve Black in, did he? Did you ever make Blackie it? as well, he came in, yeah. Fitness he's, coach, he's got yeah. a condition. What's the one where you just fall asleep randomly? Narcolepsy. Is it? Lazy bastard, I just Negrophilia? No, no, it's definitely not necrophilia. 100% not necrophilia. Necrophilia is when you're fucking shagging corpses, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, has he still got a job? Has he still got a job? He said it back a lot. He wants, to, he wants to not fucking listening. I'm fucking coaching. He'd be, be talking away at the lads and he'd just fall asleep. I've just said it, narco- narcolepsy, is it? Narcolepsy. Necrophilia. He just falls asleep on a corpse. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell, Blackie. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, you what, know what he could do. Though, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what he could do. He could go and see him fucking what nickel him. So <laughs> <that>. <laughs> They're going well then, too. <laughs> tell you. A big fella, wasn't he? Massive oh, fella. And he was narcolepsy. trying to tell you about fitness and stuff. Uh, but he was very good at what he, you know, his profession, wasn't he? He was tight with Johnny Wilkinson, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, the rugby. Big rugby man, yeah. He's going to score goals without a football. You know, why did you do That's the only way he could do it. Unlucky Brownie, you just wide. I'm going to imagine the shooting today. Oh, for fuck's sake, man. Can't we do it with a ball? I'm better with a ball. I teed myself up for that one. It was like fucking like hypnosis. Nobody ever snapped him out of a Blackburn, did they? Brilliant, brilliant. Trying to score a goal without a ball. Fucking hell, by it. Oh, so you got fucking 33 in your career then, did you? <laughs> <laughs> only, t- only 27 with a ball. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed And it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.